Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Lisa Nichols of Tira Strategies. Lisa, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, and yeah, this is going to be fun. No problem. Super excited to have you on as well, too. And before I, I, we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Lisa so you can hear about all the awesome things that she can, that she's doing. And Lisa is a consummate networker and community builder who intuitively understands how to form genuine connections with people in real life and online. After a career holding customer-focused positions across a variety of industries, in 2009, Lisa founded Terra Strategies, a, consulting, a consultancy dedicated to helping small business owners navigate the complex and dynamic world of social media. Lisa leverages her deep expertise in relationship building and communications to help her clients form meaningful relationships with customers online, building communities of loyal and devoted customers. Lisa, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am so ready. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so to kick everything off, I wanted to, I guess, kind of start in the beginning. Could you take us through your CEO story? What led you get started with your business? Sure. Um, you know, to make this brief, because it's, it's a longer story, but um, 10 years ago, um, Facebook wasn't as huge as it is now. And I was actually working at a local newspaper and we were doing some social media campaigns on behalf of our clients. And when the paper decided to close, as many of newspapers have you know, gone that way, I was trying to figure out what to do. And I love that job so much. So I was looking around and realized that I couldn't find anything I loved as much and decided I would just open my own company and help businesses with social media because they didn't know how to use it. And I did. And back then you could put up a Facebook page and people followed you like that because, oh my gosh, it's so new and it's so different now. It's amazing. So 10 years later, you know, I've just um, made the business went in a few different directions, but I really, I realized that I love to focus on social media. And so that's where I really have have all of my time focused on social media and helping people create a social media presence that really draws clients to them. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And it's definitely so powerful. And it, it's funny you said that because um, I, one of my last jobs is I worked with Patch and there was a lot of people that were former Patchers that actually went yeah. into <laughs> a lot of digital marketing. And a lot of it is because, and, and definitely correct me if you find the same thing, where a lot of it's a lot more, obviously a lot of the skills are transferable, but also that story piece is so important. So when you have somebody that has that background and is able to showcase you in the best light, it, it really goes to another level. It does. And so funny, um, small world about that, but my boss who owned the newspaper actually went to work for the rest and patch for a while. And so I was pretty, and one of our reporters went there too. So yeah, I was pretty tied into patch when it was going on also. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a super small world. And I know that a lot of people, yeah, end up transferring into different type of digital marketing um, spheres. And, and, and I know it's uh, you can rub shoulders with a lot of people that are former patchers, it seems, yeah. or in the industry. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> awesome. So I, I know you touched on it a little bit about, you know, your business and how you serve your clients. Could you drill down a little bit deeper and let us know a little bit about that experience and how you serve the clients you work with? Sure. So most of my clients I have, I do social media management where it's really just done for them. I go in, look at what they've got going on now, look at their platforms they're on, their content and create a strategy based on what they want to get out to the world about their business and what the world wants to hear about them about from them about their business. And then we implement it. So we create content, we create graphics, and we 
start putting content out there and monitor it, engage it, you know, create engagement among other businesses, other people, and do that. So it's really designed to boost their visibility in front of their target audience. But I also sometimes will go into companies, larger companies, and just create a strategy for three to six months. And then they have people who implement that. And then I also do workshops about social media, which I love doing because put me in front of an audience with a microphone and I am just golden. So um, I'll do workshops and, and speaking engagements. And those are the big things that I do for clients. And um, you know, it's just so much fun. I love, love being able to look at what they've got going on with social media and, and create in making corrections that, that work because when you really look at it, a lot of people are doing the same things wrong over and over again. And so it, it's not, it's just taking the best practices and shifting their focus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love it's music. The, the word visibility is always music to my ears because I think so many times, and I'm sure you experience this as well too, is a lot of times clients and, and people have really phenomenal products and services or things that they're doing, but they can't get it out to as many people and being able to understand the the nuances. I love how you have a you know different tiered approach to being able to help serve clients because I think that being able to get your your name, your business, what you stand for, and all those things around your story out to the world is such a huge thing that people need to take advantage of. Yeah, and that's a good point that you bring up too. I always say that more people would buy our stuff if they knew what we did. So what I have to do is help people see what other businesses do. So they buy their stuff, like people just don't understand it. And I love to take businesses that have kind of a weird thing that nobody gets and make that into something that the average person would understand. So I, yeah, that's, that is just, I think the commonality among a lot of businesses, the more people who know what you do, the more they're likely to buy from you. Yeah, absolutely. I can't, I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard entrepreneurs and business owners say that, uh, oh, I didn't know you existed. I wish I knew that you were around. <laughs> and a lot of that is because maybe they need a little boost in your, your social media strategy so that people know exactly what you do and how you do it so right. well. I didn't know you did that. Who knew, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Why did you tell me that? <laughs> I'm your best I friend. I thought only, you knew. Only on my website. I post about it all the time, but okay. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's so important to kind of be where the people are. So that's why I love, you know, everything that you do. You help people to kind of understand that and understand how best to, to kind of leverage that. So um, what do you consider to be what I call your secret sauce or the thing you feel kind of sets you apart or your organization that makes you unique? Yeah, I think I have two things that set me apart. First of all, I think I'm really good at going into a business and taking this weird thing they do and making it palatable so that their audience really is interested in it. So a lot of my businesses have services or products that are really not normal, you know, and so it's hard for people to understand what it is and it's hard to translate it to social media. And I think what I do well is go in and say, okay, well, we can't post about your Thing that you sell all the time because people would be turned off and that would get boring but we can post about these other things that relate to your business and help them understand more about what you do and i think i'm really good at that and i think i'm really good at building a community rather than just followers so we don't we focus on engagement we but we focus on getting people invested into what you sell rather than just liking it so we create for lack of a better word um brand loyalists and evangelicals about your brand so that they really just are gung-ho and 100 percent behind you um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? There are a couple of things. When we talked about this, I thought, okay, what is it? So, but my top thing is uh, the Pomodoro technique. I tend to, left to my own devices, um, 
go to the work that I like doing the most. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I would end up spending hours creating graphics in Canva or, you know, doing fun stuff and letting all the other stuff slide. But with Pomodoro's, it's a technique where you put a task in a 25 minute block, set a timer. When that time is up, you're done with that part of the task and you have a five minute break and move on to something else. So now I just put all of my weekly tasks into Pomodoro's throughout my week and I tackle them. So the stuff that I hate doing, I put in there and I can do anything for 25 minutes. So it, it just makes me a lot more productive every day, every week, every month. And because I can put my long-term goals and my, you know, the things I need to do for planning in there, then it helps me make the time to plan and to have goals because without goals, you've got nothing or without working towards your goals. So Pomodoro's have been life-changing for me. They are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I've heard of Pomodoro's. I feel like I've heard the word, but I didn't really understand exactly what it is. Is, is it like an app or is it something that is just a practice or something you do on a regular basis? Yeah, it's a technique. So Pomodoro actually is a sauce, right? It's spaghetti sauce. But, okay, um, maybe that's yeah, what I heard that, I love spaghetti yeah, sauce. That's probably why. <laughs> but, yeah, but if you look up Pomodoro technique and I don't remember the person who created it, it's not anything you can buy. Um, I don't think, you're, you're, you know, it's just a technique to do your time block. So they may have built it up to do tasks, but I, you know, I just use it the way it is. And so sometimes I'll put things in two Pomodoro blocks like two 15 minute blocks if it's a bigger task but again it's just the productivity for me is so much better I'm just not a I don't know I think I have trouble focusing on things so this just really helps me knock out my work make sure my clients are happy do my long-term planning do my short-term planning and get everything done and it also helps me with my family life so before this I was bleeding into the evenings and my son was upset with me and so now I actually have it like at five o'clock, start dinner, you know, or, you know, I'm working till four, I'm working till six, and then I put it away. So it's been super helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like there's a lot of power. For I feel like there's even studies that say, when you start to uh, say, I'm going to do this in this amount of time, you start to figure out or you become superhuman and you get it done in that, that <laughs> amount of time. And I think so many times if we're like, oh, I need to get this done by the end of today, then it starts to take the whole entire day. But the, time, the amount of time that you have, those constraints allow you to really figure out how to make things happen. Yeah, I think that's exactly, you're correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've had tasks that could be done an hour and oh, the day later I'm looking at it going, I really spent eight hours, how did I spend eight hours? Well, I checked my email and I did this and I did that. So yeah, it just helps me be much more productive. So that is my big big hack as a CEO. I, I absolutely love that. I'm glad to hear I'm also like the, not the only one as well too. So that, that helps me uh, feel a lot, lot, lot better. And so uh, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So there, again, are a bunch of them, but I think for me, um, my big thing is to find your tribe and hold on to them. And I think we use the word tribe a lot um, in terms of the relationships we build. But I think having been in business for 10 years and over the years, just having friends come and go, I think finding those people that support you no matter what, both in business and in your personal life, are it, it's just crucial to being a successful business person. The ones who share your values, the ones who, you know, when you have a bad day, you can go crying to and they lift you up and just... I think it makes all the difference in the world to have that amazing support network. And I will, there are days when I will just, I have a gratitude journal and I'll sit back and be grateful for the people that are in my tribe, for my, for my people, for my um, sisters in my, uh, my business organization. I just am so grateful for the people who have, are in my life because they are so high quality and it takes a long time to develop those relationships and they tend to happen naturally, but just find your tribe and hold on to them and, and, you know, you and be a good supporting person and friend to the, them also. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that, that that goes, you know, so deep because I think so many times, you know, in business, we talk a lot about, you know, numbers and, you know, uh, strategy and goals and all those things. Of course, they're of extreme importance, but we so many times forget about that human aspect of business and being able to have that tribe that you spoke to, because a lot of times, if you're not I guess, whole or at least support it from a relationship standpoint, or you don't feel your cup is full. So many times that fills into, you know, your clients and fills in the work that you do and you're not always showing up as your best self. So having and finding that tribe of those people that you can kind of lean on or talk to, or just, you know, express anything with allows you that opportunity to show up in your best self in so many different other ways. It does. And I think it helps you grow your business and make it through, you know, as a business owner, the tough times. And then the resources are amazing. I can always look to somebody who I know for something that I need or, you know, it's, it's just, gosh, it makes all the difference in the world for me. Yeah, absolutely. Success is a team sport, they say. So you want to make sure you have the right team and tribe in place. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh, now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Lisa, what does being a CEO mean to you? So I love this question. And again, had to give a lot of thought to it. But I think for me, I really subscribe to the idea of servant leadership. And similar to many, many of the organizations I volunteer my time to where I am a leader to help others. And so as a CEO, that carries through everything I do. I can choose to use my time as a business owner to help other businesses in any way that I want, whether it's to volunteer, whether it's to offer products, whether it's to support them through you know low cost, um, offering. So I just love that for me, it allows me the freedom to run my business the way I want to be the kind of leader I want that can help other people. And so that is everything I carry through into my Facebook group, into my business, into the volunteer work I do. Um, so yeah, it's just the autonomy to make the decisions and to be a, the kind of leader that I, I feel like I want and I want in my business. Yeah, that's so powerful. And, and so many times I, I, I say like a lot of times being a quote unquote CEO means, you know, being like an artist and you get to really paint a picture on the canvas that you want. You get to be the leader, you get to be the change, you know, you hope to see in the world. And I love that just because so many times we forget, I guess, the the autonomy and even the power we have in order to write that and create that. But I love that definition just because it hits home directly to that. And also the direct effects of sometimes us being and in, in, in serving on a really high level can have on the world. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, Lisa, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Um, sure. I always love to, um, it's so funny because when I talk about social media, I think, and I'm going to give you guys like a little bit of tip wisdom from, from me who's been in it for a while. But I think that the two top things to be on social media are authentic and consistent. And if you can master those, you are so far ahead of the game. And the funny thing is I was listening to singer Jason Derulo, who has millions of followers on his Instagram and he was on a radio show. And he said, well, consistency and authenticity are the two biggest things that are crucial to gaining his following. And I said, oh my gosh, me and Jason, we're tight hey, on that, it. right? <laughs> yeah. So if you guys can master that, I think you're going to be so far ahead of the game. It's amazing. And then um, in terms of getting in touch with me and um, following me, I think you asked that, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have a Facebook group called The Engaging Entrepreneur, and it's open to anybody who wants to better learn how to use social media for their business. So we do a lot of fun challenges. I give tips every day. There's a lot of interaction, and that's a great way to find me. 
And then, of course, my social handles, um, Facebook, I'm um, Tara Strategies. I'm on Instagram under Lisa A. Nichols with two L's. Um, Twitter, I don't use that much. <laughs> and then I'm LinkedIn. And I am, if you guys wander to my website, just know that is actually, hopefully by the time this airs, it will have been revamped because nice. it is um, very old right now. So we've got cool new colors that kind of match that painting there. And nice. uh, yeah, and a big revamp. So we just went through a rebranding. Awesome. 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 Very, very exciting. And we will have the links and information in the show notes as well for Terra Strategy. So you can get a hold of Lisa, join the Facebook group and, and hear about all the awesome things. And I love that uh, consistency and authenticity message as well, too. I think so many times I say uh, you can't lose if you run your own race. And so many times we're running somebody else's race, but being authentic to you and, and being authentic to yourself on a regular basis and a daily basis is so important to being successful where we're talking about social media or just showing up um, as leaders in, in this world. So I appreciate that. I remind her so much and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.